2 Kings chapter number 3. Let me begin, uh, save us some time. Let me tell you where we're at. I'll talk about it in a minute. Then I'll go back and preach about what I talked about. Uh, so the king of Moab has gotten a new king. And they are a king that rebels against God's people. He rebels against the king of Israel, Jehoram. And Jehoram is going to go to battle with Moab. Jehoram goes over Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, and says, would you go with me to battle? Jehoshaphat looked at Jehoram and said, your men are my men. My horses are your horses and my chariots, your chariot. Yes, I'll go to battle with you. So they got two kings now and they're going to go to battle. Then they get the king of Edom. And they pull a compass of seven days to find out what direction they're going to go in. So they take off in this direction through the valley of Edom and going to go and battle with Moab. But they get up there in the valley as they're surrounded with mountain on both sides and they're surrounded with Moab, but they find out they ain't got no water. So they begin to find out what they're going to do. Jehoshaphat says, is there not a prophet here? And he says, yeah, there's a prophet here by the name Elisha. He says, let's fetch him and see what he tells us to do. So they fetch Elisha and requires of Elisha about what we're going to do about this problem that we have. And I'll pick up reading in verse number, number 15. Now bring me a minstrel. Second Kings chapter number 3, verse 15. Now bring me a minstrel. <clears throat> and it came to pass when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came upon him and he said... Thus saith the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. For thus saith the Lord, you shall not see wind, neither shall you see rain. Yet the valley shall be filled with water. In other words, I'm going to do it out of what's not normal for it to be done. I'm going to do it in a way that you'll have to say, this was the Lord. I like it when I leave the church and I have to say that was the Lord. I don't like it when I have to leave doubting if I were, the Lord was in the house. But I like to leave when I say that was the Lord. So that's what he's going to do. And he said, um, he said, And for thus saith the Lord, you shall not see wind, neither shall you see rain, yet the valley shall be filled with water, that ye may drink both ye and your cattle and your beast." For this is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord. Then he adds something to it that he's going to do that I didn't ask him to do. He will deliver the Moabites into your hand. And you shall smite every fenced city and every choice city. And shall fail every good tree and stop all the wells of water. And mar every good piece of of land with stones and it came to pass in the morning when the meat offering was offered that behold there came water by the way of Edom 
and the country was filled with water. Father, I thank you for this day and this time together. Thank you, Lord, for this privilege, God, Lord, and this honor, Lord, to stand here. Lord, where, Lord, Lord, such faithful preacher has stood. I ask you tonight, Lord, to let me, Lord, have a fresh, fresh touch from heaven. Lord, that all that a man cannot preach without. Lord, that anointing, Lord, that a man cannot stand without, Lord. Lord, Lord, I beg you, Lord, would you anoint us with that precious oil from heaven. Lord, let that heavenly dove come by and flutter his wings and sit on our shoulder for just a few minutes tonight. Lord, let me be reminded while I'm here. Lord, I'm not here, Lord, to hurt nobody. Lord, I'm not here, Lord. Lord, if I was in the bed of hurting, I'd go home, Lord, and turn my license in. Lord, Lord, I'm, Lord, come, Lord, to be a help to God's people. Have you willing way. We love you. Honor, we praise you. We magnify you and we glorify you. And everything that we do in your blessed, holy, and humbling name we pray. Amen and amen. I'm interested in the night as a text verse found in verse number 16. Where the Elijah looked at that crowd and saith the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. If the Lord would but help me just a few minutes, I want to preach on digging ditches. Now, if you're looking for something that'll make you popular, this ain't for you. If you're looking for something that'll get you in the spotlight, this ain't for you. If you're looking for something that'll get you a pat on the back and that a boys, this ain't the message for you. But if you're interested in water, if you're interested, if you're thirsty tonight, and you're interested in water, thank God I'm glad we can dig ditches. Amen. First of all, let's look at their problem. What is this crowd's problem? Their problem is Moab has gotten upset and they're going to battle against the children of Israel. Moab is going to battle with them. Moab's king has died. And now they got him a new king. And they're going to battle against the children of God. Can I tell you something about Moab? In the book of Psalms chapter number 60, God declares Moab to be God's wash pot. Can I tell you tonight, we're in a battle. Thank God we're in a, we're, we're in a battle. I remember just over the way here a little bit, uh, there used to be a, a man walk around, Brother Harold, with a song or with a guitar in his hand. And uh, he was redheaded, had a little boy. I remember as a little boy in State Line Baptist Church, he'd walk up down the aisle singing, we're in a battlefield, brother, not a recreation room. It's a fight and not a game. Run if you want to, run if you will, but I come here to stay. Can I tell you tonight, thank God we're in a battle. We're in a battle with Moab. Thank God we're in a Why? You say, why, preacher? They rose against the people of God. They'd like to shut you and I down, and we're in a battle with Moab. Notice what Moab is wanting. Notice verse number 23, and the Bible says, Now therefore, Moab to the spoil. Moab said, hey, let's go get the children of Israel and let's get their spoil. Let's take away their spoil away from them. Can I tell you tonight, Moab is wanting our spoil. Tonight, Moab is wanting the things we call precious. Moab tonight, is what they was, that spoil represents their cattle. It represents their, their, their riches and their things that they call precious. 
and it represents their inheritance. Often that spoil was their inheritance. And Moab said, let's, hey, let's go get their spoil. Can I tell you tonight, thank God Moab is wanting our inheritance. Moab's a wanting our spoil. Moab's a wanting our children. Thank God Moab's a wanting, thank God your boy, daddy, and he's wanting your girls. Moab is after them, I promise you. Moab is neither sleep nor slumbers either. Moab is on a rampage trying to take our children and trying to steal our inheritance from us. I thought about the day. Thank God I live where I live. Thank God I've been to Alabama and didn't like Alabama. Thank God they got sand hills down there. They call mountain. Thank God mountains. And I said, what is a mountain down here? It's just a, a molehill. But thank God I'm glad I live where I live. I'm glad to be not only in the United States of America, but I'm glad to be from another Green Creek, North Carolina. Amen. You know I might be excited about that, but thank God when I go to thank about my inheritance. Thank God how God has blessed us. Thank God in this area. Thank God this little old place out across the Appalachian Mountains. Thank God it's dotted with Baptist churches. Thank God all across this country. Thank God they've been some men. Thank God come through this country. Thank God with honey dripping off of them. Thank God with the Holy Ghost. Thank God in their back pocket. Thank God are telling us about a man called Jesus and told us about the filling of the Holy Ghost. Oh my tonight You get outside the rim Much far from here The Holy Ghost ain't mentioned much anymore But thank God I come up Under old time preaching And anointing of the Holy Ghost Amen I'm not ashamed of the Holy Ghost of God I come up under it Hey I cut my teeth On them saints of God A shouting and a worshiping A try the Holy God Amen but the, but the Moab is wanting their inheritance he liked to tear everything down the Huntley brothers done. He liked to tear everything Blackburn done. He liked to tear everything down. Thank God that's come out of Blue Ridge Baptist Camp meeting. He liked to tear everything down that's come out of that church and Holly Springs and Pernay Baptist Church. Thank God and Landrum Baptist Church. He liked to tear it all down. Thank God we got a problem. Thank God Moab is up to battle. He said he want, they wanted their inheritance. But not only we find... They're in a battle with Moab. They got another problem. They ain't got no water. That's not a big problem. Beg to differ with you. They got a problem. They don't have no water. I'm going to be very nice and very nice and very, just very nice and very sweet. I believe we got the same problem. You're right. I didn't say they had. A, they didn't have a racket. I said they didn't have no water. Right. I'm afraid we're in a day we ain't got no water much. You're right. Amen. You're right. You say, preacher, why are you talking about water? Water is a representative in the Bible of the Holy Ghost of God. Amen. I'm afraid. Lord, y'all looking at me funny. Amen. Thank God y'all looking at me crazy. But thank God I'm afraid we're in a day. Thank God without much of the Holy Ghost. Can I say that again? I believe we're in a day without much of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We got a lot of everything else, but not much of the Holy Ghost. Amen. If our forefathers come alive and walk back in our Baptist churches again, thank God they'd come undone. Amen. Why, not much of the Holy Ghost hanging around much anymore. Boy, I've hit a stump. 
And I'm going to tell you something. With that water, they sit in ducks. With that water, Moab, all they got to do is sit and wait on them. Moab ain't got to raise a hand. Uh Moab ain't got to raise a spear. Moab ain't got to raise a sword. Just sit there and wait on them. Because in about three days, every one of them's going to be dead. Why? Because they ain't got no water. Can I tell you something tonight? If we don't go back to digging ditches and get some water. Hey, I didn't come to hurt you. I come to be honest. Amen. If we don't get back to the ditches and get some water again, we're setting ducks. We're setting ducks at the house of the Lord. They got to have water. Listen, I got a problem. What is it, preacher? They ain't got no water. Moab just going to sit down and wait on them. Wait and just sit back and wait for the time to die. Listen what they have got. They got a spear. They got an army. Told y'all, y'all mad at me. <laughs> they got a spear and they got an army. They got the looks of everything they need. But they don't have no water. I'm afraid we got the looks of the independent fundamental Bible-believing Baptist churches. Hey, y'all might well be honest. We got the looks of the independent and the southern. We got the right songbook in the, in the pew. We got the right Bible on the pulpit. But we're out of water. Oh, God, we're out of water. Oh, God, we're out of water. Somebody's got to dig a ditch. Are we going to die sitting out here looking like a bandit? Looking, my God, listen to me. Looking like a bandit. Looking like independence. Looking like southern. We're going to die sitting here without some water. Hey, man, we're going to die without water. So they got a problem. They ain't got no water. So they done the right thing to do. They went to a man of God that knows something about water. (laughs) I want to be that man, don't you? Brother John talking last night, and I appreciate him. He said, when they started, he wants to preach to more than Billy Graham. Boy, that'd be an honor. But Brother John, I'd rather preach to five with water than I had Billy Graham's whole crowd without no water. Amen. We need some water back in the house of the Lord. Amen. So they go to the man of God and they said, what are we going to do? He said, bring me a minstrel. They played the minstrel. When they played the minstrel, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. He looked at the crowd and said, I got, the, I got a plan. <laughs> I got a plan. Get you a new song. <laughs> I got you a plan. Build you a gymnasium. <laughs> That'll fix it. I got you a plan. Get your high-powered evangelist preacher to come in here. I got you a plan. Thank God, let's uh, put a big group together. Hey, we can get this crowd over this problem. Thank God we got problems. But that ain't what he said. You know what he didn't say? He didn't say get a King James Bible. Stay with me, would you? I know my church will. Thank God, don't tell you something. You can have a King James Bible on the pulpit and not have no water. You're right. Exactly right. Amen. Listen, thank God, you can have a King James Bible on the pulpit, and if you don't have no water, you're dead as last year's bird nest. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. He got to tell you what you do. Dig some ditches. What? I'm too educated for that. That's a low life man's job. I've been to school, preacher. And you want me to dig ditches? If you want water, go to digging. Yes, sir. God's plan for the Holy Ghost is simple. Notice who he told to dig these ditches. I gotta hurry. Listen. I can find in the Bible where some where the children of Israel got thirsty. And they went up to Moses and said this to Moses. Moses, we want water. He said, command the children of Israel to gather together. And I command the nobles and the princes to dig the water, dig the well. And if the nobles and the princes to dig it, I'll get water. He specifically named a crowd that was to do the digging. Then I read where a little old lady was uh, by the name of Ruth. She was thirsty. And he looked at her and said, when y'all are to thirst, she said, I want water too. He said, you go to the vessels that the young men have drawn. So I find that the nobles dig the well, the princes dig the well, and then the young men draw water from the well. But in this ditch digging, I don't find nobody, no name put on somebody to be digging. Boy, don't you wish you'd named a few? <laughs> don't you wish they'd said, oh, let the men of God do all the digging? That ain't what he said. <laughs> don't you wish you'd said, let the choir leaders do the digging? That ain't what he said. Don't you wish you'd said something like this? Tell the deacons do the digging. That ain't what he said. Matter of fact, he don't name nobody. Can I tell you tonight, if you're born again, lift your hand up. Amen. Thank God you ought to be a ditch digger. Right. Thank God you're not too big to be a ditch digger. Right. You say, preacher, I'm too high and mighty to be a ditch digger. Thank God you're a long way from water. Amen. Thank God you say, preacher, who's going to dig this ditch? Here's who I think dug it. I think uh, uh, Jehoshaphat dug it. <laughs> I think Jehoram dug it. And I think the, the king of Edom done the digging. Can I tell you what I've, I've, God has put in my heart in the past few months studying that message? I said, God, don't let me get that hierarchy spirit. Amen. Don't let me get the, the spirit of the Sanhedrins. Amen. Amen. Where well, I get too big to dig. Yeah. Amen. Amen. If I'm going to require my congregation to dig, yeah. thank God their preacher ain't too big and too mighty. Thank God. Amen. I'm not too big and mighty to get down on my knees and forfeit myself. Thank God and get in a ditch with that crowd I go to church with. Brother Billy, I'll get in a ditch with you. Brian, I'm not too big to get in a ditch with you. If you want water, I'll dig with you. Amen. I'm not too high and mighty. Amen. That I can't dig a ditch. I'll be willing to get in a ditch with you and go to digging. Who's going to dig this ditch? It takes two things to dig a ditch. And number one, it takes a high school education. <laughs> number two, it takes a college education. No, it don't take none of that. Thank God for schooling. But schooling ain't getting get water from our church. Thank God for schooling, but that ain't what's bringing water. Thank right. God to that congregation. That's right. So preacher, y'all got water over there. I don't know how much we got. I know one thing. Every now and again, yes, he'll turn the creeks on. Amen. 
He said, I tell you what I want you to do. Command the children of Israel that they dig a ditch. Get down and dig a ditch. Have we gotten too big to dig ditches? Have we gotten too high and mighty to dig ditches? Have we gotten too, too smart to dig ditches? Have we gotten too proud to dig ditches? It don't take an education to dig a ditch. It takes humbleness. It takes somebody that's willing to humble themselves down. And I know one thing. You don't dig ditches till you get low. You know what's been my prayer all day long? God, keep my spirit right. God, keep my attitude right. God, keep my spirit right. Before my feet ever hit the floor this morning, Brother Jeff, thank God, staring at my ceiling before the sun ever come up. Thank God, before my, I mean, my, I don't know if my eyes all the way kept. Thank God, I said, God, I got to preach tonight. Let me guard my spirit. Let me guard my spirit. Lord, all day long, let me guard my spirit. All day long, I've been walking through my barnyard, fed my horses, and God, let me guard my spirit. You say, why? Because I want water. I'm thirsty. Thank God, and I want water. And I want to be willing to dig a ditch. Amen. Grandma, I'll get beside you. Grandpa, I'll get beside you and help you dig. Amen. It takes a humble attitude. Don't take no big schooling to dig ditches. It takes a humble attitude. But not only do we see the plan that it involved these people that's digging these ditches, but we also not only see a plan, we also see the responsibility of digging them. If you want water, I'm not going to bring it to you on a silver platter. If you want water, I'll not bring it to you because you go to Penal Church. Listen to me. If you want water, I'll not bring it to you because your daddy's so-and-so. I'll not bring it to you because so-and-so pastored your church. If you want water, you've got to do the digging. Can I tell you why them old saints of God had water? They dug wells. They come in here digging. And he said, hey, if you want water, you've got to have a responsibility. So we don't only see a, a problem and a provision. We see not only a problem and a plan, we see God's provision. They got up the next morning. All of them dug him ditches. Listen to me. They dug him ditches. They got up the next morning. All of a sudden, after sacrifice, Pull the curtain back on the window, and all of a sudden, guess what they saw? They saw water come through that night and filled every one of them ditches up. Listen, I'm going to show you grace. Can I tell you something? Listen to me. Them ditches didn't produce water. It just gave the water somewhere to go when it come down. God said, I'm going to die. Listen, here's what God said. I'm going to send water down. But if you'll dig a ditch, it'll have somewhere to lodge when it comes flowing down through there. Amen. I believe we're doing a lot of blaming on God. God ain't got nothing to do with I wonder not only, it's Lord, Lord, he's withdraw the Holy Ghost. I wonder if this Holy Ghost has got anywhere to lodge. He said, if you'll dig a ditch, 
when that hole, when that water comes down through there, yes, it'll have somewhere to go. Yes, sir. Amen. And not only listen, listen. Not only did that ditch produce water. Listen to me, Daddy. That ditch also provided that ditch. When that ditch was dug, it, that water landed lodged in that ditch, and they won the battle. Amen. How, preacher? Over the ditch. Then you got a battle you've been trying your best to win. It may come through digging ditches. Yeah, you're right. Well, oh, that's right. Mama, you'd like to see that girl back on, back in church again. It, it may be won by digging ditches. Daddy, you'd like to see that boy back in that choir one more time, wouldn't you? It may come through digging ditches. Because the ditches is what got the victory won. Well, we'd like to win the victory one more time. It may come through digging ditches tonight. The grace of God, listen, them ditches, listen. You can't put God in a box and think just because you dig a ditch, he got to fill it with water. No, then your ditches, but your, the Holy Ghost is by works, but it's always by grace. Listen. So we can't say if I dig a ditch, God, you got to do something. Anything God does for us is the grace of God. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Amen, sir. And their responsibility was to dig ditch, but they couldn't provide the water. <laughs> that had to be God. And if God, listen, don't provide water, it's either a ditch or a grave. If God don't provide water for these, these children of Israel, they dig in ditches or they dig in graves. If God don't provide the Holy Ghost, we're not digging ditches, we're digging graves. If the Holy Ghost of God don't flood back in our Baptist church again, back in our hearts again, back in our daddies again, back in our mamas again, we're not digging ditches, we're digging graves. So we don't only see the grace, we see the glory. They got up the next morning. Now listen, listen. When they got up, they walked out, looked out the window. All they seen was water. Brother John, I can imagine one of them boys said something like this. You seen my ditch? I, I could call some names. You seen my ditch? It's straighter than anybody's. I dig a straighter ditch than anybody does. What's a straight ditch without water? Amen. You're right. Listen. You seen my ditch? Ain't a thing out of place. It's straighter than air. You lay a measuring on my ditch. You let the judge come by there. He'll brag on my ditch, I bet you. Have y'all seen my ditch? Come out here, let me show it to you. Oh, my. <laughs> Nothing steps up there and says something like this. Have you seen mine? It's deeper than anybody's. I may not dig straight ditches, but I dig some deepens. Boy, I can take it deep. 
What's deep without the Holy Ghost? Right. right. Amen. <laughs> I don't care how deep you go. If you ain't got God on it, I'm not interested. Mm. Go down deep, stay down long, come up dry. You seen how deep my ditch is? Deep, deep it is? I dug deeper than anybody. All of a sudden, here's another young man steps up. I'm going to be honest with y'all, boys. I didn't know I was supposed to dig a test straight. I didn't know I was supposed to dig it that deep either. I'm kind of ashamed to go look out there. Old straight man said, I ain't. Come on. That one dug it deep said, you wait, you see mine. Let's go. They all stepped out on the porch and that straight man said, where'd my ditch go? That deep man said, wait a minute, my ditch right up? Nope. Where's my ditch at? That crooked boy says, y'all can't see my ditch, can you? Where'd our ditch go? I don't know. It's all full of water. God's covered my ditch up. And now it ain't about how straight the ditch is. Listen, and it ain't how crooked it is. And it ain't how deep it is. It's about a man. <laughs> it's about a man that come through there at night when they were sleeping, <laughs> when they didn't have no evidence. <laughs> oh, God. It didn't, this, this, listen, this water didn't come through thunder. <laughs> it come very quietly, by the way. You can take that home with you if you want to. It didn't come through that through a thunder. It didn't come through lightning. It didn't come through. Uh, oh. He said, I'm going to do something that when it's over, you'll know that was the Lord. Oh, yeah. That was God. It didn't come in through thunder. But all of a sudden now they look out there and he said, hey, where's my ditch? And all of a sudden, God took all of that and combined it together. And now there's no more. Nobody can brag about what they've done. I love you, but you can't brag about what you do. I love you, but you can't brag how straight your ditch is. You say, why? Because when God puts water in it, it just looks like an ocean. You know what I was hurting? You know what? Me and my brother one time went to White Fish, fish, fish Top Point. That's on Lake Superior. We stepped out on that Lake of Superior and we went out into that white fish point as far as we could go. I thought I was at the ocean. You know what they told me? About a quarter mile right out yonder, there's a ship. I couldn't see it. They said down that way is another ship, but I couldn't see it. Why? It was just all full of water. Water had covered it all. I didn't look out there and say, gosh, what a ship, because I couldn't see it. I didn't look out there and say, God, what a wreck, because I couldn't see it. I looked out there and said, my Lord, what a God. <laughs> what a God. What? Can I tell you when God comes back in our church yeah. again, Amen. it'll be what a God. Yeah. What a God. What a God. Right. Yes. Listen, I went out there the next morning, and all of a sudden, here comes the Moabites. They get up. Just that sun's a shining. Read this in there. When they... That sun's coming up early in the morning. It's got that red tint to it. And it's a glaring off of them pools of ditches. And it looked like blood to the enemy. Enemy said, let's go get them. Let's go get their spoil. Hallelujah. 
<laughs> what they didn't know in the quietness of the night. Oh, yes. God's brought water and refreshed his people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Then let's go get them. We can get them now. They've killed their own self. <laughs> They've been over battling and the king's is dead. I see blood puddle puddles everywhere out yonder. But they got over and found out it wasn't blood puddles at all. It was the Lord had come by and visited them. So Moab walks in, into the End of the battle, nonchalant. We got this one. Ain't got a sword drawn, ain't got a spear pulled back or nothing. And while they walk in there nonchalant, what they didn't know, God's people had been revived. <laughs> God's people had been refreshed. Through them ditches, they've been... <laughs> and all of a sudden, God's people rose up against them. Instead of them getting Israel's spoil, Israel said, let's go get their spoil. Can I tell you something tonight? We need some mamas and daddies that'll forfeit themselves and dig a ditch. We need some godly ditch digging going on at the house of the Lord. Say, preacher, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested. I'm interested tonight in digging ditches. Pernod Baptist Church, I love you. We need some ditch diggers. (laughs) 